Hi, and welcome to the Movement and Mindfulness Podcast with me, Erica Webb of Erica Webb Yoga and Pilates. In this podcast, I, along with my guests, will explore what it means to move as an act of self-kindness and self-discovery. We'll look at the ways movement, mindset, and mindfulness support us to be and do the things we so desire in the world. I truly believe that movement has the ability to expand our capacity to show up for the things that are important to us. And I'm here to help you embrace the idea of movement as a powerful tool for wellness, rather than just another thing you think you should be doing. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to episode 31 of the Movement and Mindfulness podcast. I'm Erica and stoked to have you with me. So today I wanted to talk about something that I am calling the minimum viable practice. And we'll get into what that is in just a second. But before we do, I just wanted to let you know that the doors to the Mindful Movement Virtual Studio have just reopened. So that is my online yoga, Pilates and somatics exercise studio where I have a whole bunch of classes that are pre-recorded and loaded into the studio that you can watch anytime you like from home. And I also go live a few times a week for my members to join me for a live class, which is awesome. We get to chat, we get to practice together. It's really wonderful. And I closed the doors to the studio a little while ago because I was giving it a big overhaul. I was moving it from one platform and creating a bespoke sort of platform for it on my website. And that's all done now and it's amazing and I'm so thrilled with it and my members are loving it as well. And so now that that's all done, I have reopened the doors and I'd love to invite you to join us. So I'll pop the link to how you can find out more information in the show notes, but I just wanted to let you know now the doors aren't closing anytime soon, but the price is going up at the end of the month. So if you join us before the end of July, 2020, it's just $27 a month for unlimited classes. And we have this awesome support uh, network as well in our private Facebook group where you get to ask questions. One of the things that's that's sort of really unique about this platform is that you get lots of support as much as you'd like um, or as little. So I'm always around to answer questions and to support my members to really get the most out of their movement practice. So on with this idea of the minimum viable practice, which is perhaps a bit of an odd segue after I'm telling you about my virtual studio, but bear with me. So this idea has kind of stemmed from a marketing principle or a a business principle of creating something that, you know, creating the minimum viable product, figuring out what that is before you go ahead and actually create something. And this is not a business podcast. I'm not about to get into business talk, but I liked the the uh, the play on words, I suppose. And so the reason I want to talk about this is because sometimes we kind of like get in our own way before we've even gotten started because of our expectations. And one thing that I am really confident about is that something is pretty much always better than nothing when it comes to any effort that we might be making to, to make change for the better. And so when it comes to our movement practice, if we have our expectations set so high that we can never meet them, what we tend to do is nothing. Instead of just being like, oh, well, I'll just do half of what I set out to do. We're like, well, I can't make it perfect. So I'm just not going to do it at all. And that gets us nowhere, really. <laughs> 
And so that's where this idea of the minimum viable practice comes in. It's this idea of being realistic, this idea of saying, okay, I know what I'm aiming for in terms of I want to feel different to the way that I feel right now. It might be that I want to feel stronger. It might be that I want to feel more flexible. It might be that I'm looking to reduce tension. Maybe it's that I'm looking to calm my mind a little bit, calm my nervous system down, find a way to reconnect with myself. So I have this idea of what I'm aiming for. And then sometimes the thing that will get in the way between me and that way that I want to feel is that my expectations of what it will take to get there are so lofty that I can't actually keep up with it. And so one example of this might be, you know, you decide that you're going to do yoga and your goal is five one-hour sessions each week. Now, I don't know about you, not likely to happen in my house. (laughs) It's just not because that feels hard. Now, there would be a time in my life and there may be again where that wouldn't feel hard, where that would actually feel really darn good. But when we're talking about what is our kind of practical practice, at you know, wherever you are in life at this moment, we need to think about, you know, like real reality, like what is the reality of what you can do? And so your minimum viable practice might become like committing to five minutes of movement a day. And that you might be like, but that's not anything. (laughs) But the thing is five minutes of intentional conscious movement each day is truly better than nothing. Truly. There's a few reasons why, and let's go through them. So one of them is that, and I haven't written these down, so if I forget one, I'll loop back around. But one of them is that by moving more kind of often. So let's just say it was only five minutes a day and you're obviously incidental moving in between then. Otherwise you'd be sitting still in one place for the whole day, which is unlikely, but this sort of intentional movement, it helps us to really get clear about how we feel. And so if we're going to pause and we're going to be like, okay, I need to do five minutes of movement. What do I need? Or even if it's, you know, that you're in some sort of library, like my virtual studio, you might look for something that is responsive to the way that you feel right now. And so, you know, if we're always putting off our practice until we have an hour, until it's going to be perfect, until we can get out of the house or until blah, 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 then when we finally do get there, it might not even be in response to the way that we feel. And so learning to like have this responsiveness to your body is one of the really awesome things that happens from having this kind of like less, you know, less uh, lofty goal around our movement. And the other thing that can happen from as a result of this is that because we're getting that regular like hit of woohoo, I did it, we're more likely to do it again because we love to be rewarded we love it. We love the, that like hit of dopamine from being like, I did it and I feel better. And, you know, I, I ticked off that, that goal. And so these little wins more regularly may actually build up to the point where you can build on what you're doing and it feels easier than it would if you'd try to bite off, you know, the whole thing at the start. 
The other thing that happens is that we just start to make good gains. You know, five minutes a day, I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but if you're looking to reduce tension in your shoulders, um, increase the mobility of your shoulders or your hips, you can make gains in five minutes a day because you're showing up. Whereas if you don't show up for anything at any point until it can be perfect, we never move closer to our goals. So the idea of this sort of minimum viable practice is like sitting down with yourself and being like, what do I need to help me move in the direction of the way that I want to feel? And like, what realistically can I fit in? And when we are thinking about it realistically, we're not being optimistic. And I know that sounds terrible because, you know, like optimism is wonderful, but we're being realistic. You can build towards that optimistic kind of plan. You know, if your ideal plan is an hour, your optimistic plan is 30 minutes, maybe your realistic plan is 15. And then when we start to get our wins on the board, then we start to build it up. There's there's a there's this funny thing that we do in our heads as humans where it's like it's almost like we want to have the one plan that is going to be the perfect thing. And until we can do it perfectly, we're not going to do it at all. And we're also not going to do a lesser version of it because then it wouldn't be perfect. But I really challenge that belief and invite you to try on this idea of the minimum viable practice and just see what happens because I really do think it makes a difference. So from, you know, my personal experience with this, I, you know, one of my personal goals at the moment is to meditate more often. And I've been putting it off for a really long time because I'm like, but I should be meditating for 20 minutes or half an hour or whatever. But you know what? The thing is, if I sat down for three minutes every day or five minutes every day, which is what I've started to do, the benefits that I'll get from that will be way more than me continuing to put off doing it at all, unless I can do it for 20 minutes. And I've gotten into a really good habit of this around movement, probably because it's just exactly, you know, it's what I do. This is is what my, my living is right. Um, but there's other areas in my life where I'm working on this all the time. And even when, even in movement, you know, there, there, there are times where I don't sort of do what I set out to do. But one of the things that's really important is that we start to prove to ourselves that we're going to show up for ourselves because we get to choose. And so, those little like moments of proof where we're like, yeah, I did show up for myself today. I was kind. I did choose in the direction of kindness and I do feel better for it. When we start to prove to ourselves that we show up day after day to be kind, to, to be curious, to move well, to be committed to feeling better, then this gets easier. And that five minutes turns into 15 and that 15 minutes turns into 30 or it doesn't. And that's okay too. And we stick with the shorter bites of time. And so I hope that this sort of gives you permission to start looking at movement snacks in a different way. Movement snacks in my definition are things that take us less than 20 minutes. It could be one movement snack for one body part that takes you 30 seconds while you stand and wait for the kettle to boil. It could be a 10 minute class. It could be, you know, anything that takes you just a few minutes up to 20, that moves you in the direction of the way that you want to feel. And you might be surprised that 10 or 15 minutes can actually shift the way you feel so significantly. So, yeah, 
I'd love you to try that on. Minimum viable practice and see where it takes you. This is one of the things that I have really built into the Mindful Movement Virtual Studio, and um, I wasn't planning to talk about it again, but I think it's important to to point this out. Um, You know, classes from five minutes all the way up to 60 because five minutes can change your day. Totally. You could be sort of sitting at the computer and like so tense and five minutes of movement that targets your shoulders and your spine can be enough to change the way that you feel for the rest of the day. And again, as I said, it, it, it proves to you that you are showing up for yourself, that you are responding with kindness to what you notice about the way that you feel, that you are committed to showing up for yourself day after day but in a way that is not punishing, in a way that is kind, in a way that, you know, wants you to win, you know. So I hope that helps. I'd love to know what comes to mind for you when you think of this minimum viable product, uh, minimum viable product, minimum viable practice. You can talk to me about your minimum viable product too if you like, but I'd love to know what comes up up for you when you think about this idea of like the minimum do you have a negative reaction to that? Like a negative, like, well, I couldn't do the minimum. I need to do the best or the most. And what would happen if you like challenged that reaction and tried it anyway? I'd love to know what you think. Come over and find me on Instagram. I'm at Erica Web Yoga. I'll drop the other links of where you can find me in the show notes as well. And don't forget, if you are enjoying this podcast, I would love you to share it with a friend or you know, hit subscribe, leave me a review on Apple podcasts. That would be amazing. And I can't wait to, to find out how you're doing. Um, don't forget to tune in on Thursday. I am speaking with the movement maestro. It is such a good conversation. I know you're going to love it. I cannot wait to share it with you. It drops on Thursday, the, hmm, Now I'm testing myself. What will the date be on Thursday? The date will be the 16th of July, 2020. You're going to want to mark that one down and listen in. All right. Until then, I hope you're doing great and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.